I mean, I gotta say, I haven't seen you this worked up about something. I'm in not quite worked a bit. up. You seem a little worked up. You seem a little bit upset I about it. I think I'm just feeling a little rejected by all of them in general. Yeah. That it kind of today, like, it you feel rejected. started yesterday. You feel, you feel like they're not respecting you? No, not they're not respecting. It's just like, I feel like I'm invisible almost. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, well, we're gonna have to discuss this. I'm so sorry for what's going on. Hello, well, everyone. Thank you. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Uh, don't forget, you can go to our website, funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Audible link right there. Sign up for a free trial. Get a free audiobook uh, in the process. I believe you get two free audiobooks in the process. Wow. And uh, just for an update, I am still listening to The Long Way uh, to an Angry Planet. Oh. The Long Way to an Angry Planet. That is the one that I am listening to right I now. I am still... To a, excuse me. The Long Way to a Small Angry Planet. Small Angry Planet. Yep, so okay. that's where we're at. Yeah, you don't want to say the wrong book. Nope. I have about... Good Lord, this is the longest book ever. It's like Mark Wood Atwood at length, but I am in our... 15 of my Stephen King Lisi story. Yes, yes. Which that is, I don't even know what's happening right there. It's 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 something. I have uh, recently listened to that one and finished that one, and I can't say anything because we not spoil it, anything. but it is a long book, and there's a lot that goes on. There is a lot. There is a lot that happens, and then I know there's also um, like an Apple TV or something show. There is. There's an Apple TV which show. Which I definitely want to watch to see how in the yeah. world do they make something like that a TV show. Um, I haven't watched the TV show. I'll say one thing, though, about it since it is a Stephen King uh, book. There is an interview with Stephen King talking about Lisey's story, the TV show, and this is one of the first ones that he's worked like very closely on because he cares so much about this book. It's mm-hmm. one of his favorite books that he's ever written, so he worked really closely on the TV show. Most of the time for that stuff, he just signs off, and he's like, well, hope they do something good. Yeah. And if they don't, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how he's been with the rest of them. So this one, though, matters to him. So this is this is important. This one's him. important to him. Yeah, so. it's very unique. I'm really enjoying it. I will say, like, I, I know I like it because I keep looking forward to listening to it, even though I'm confused as to what's going on. Well, just go to the website, funemploymentradio.com, <laughs> and click on the Audible link right there and sign up to get a free trial. All right, so... Sarah, there's something that you've occasionally brought up here on the show, but I don't feel like we've really explored very much. And I didn't realize how involved, like I hear you mention it sometimes, and I just, you know, I'm not involved in this kind of thing, so I don't actually uh, know all the stuff that goes on with it. But you are involved in a, I'm starting to think a surprising number of different Facebook groups that you have joined. I am not in a surprising number. If you are on the internet. And you find some things that you like. Sometimes you join the groups. Yes. And see, and I don't join groups like that so much. I know I'm a part of a few. I I, I am. Um, I'm not on Facebook as much as I used to be, but I'm still, still on there, of course. And the thing is, though, you came in today very impassioned about something that transpired with you online. I'm now, not this impassioned. wasn't a political group or anything like that. You weren't in any discussion about vaccines or science. This was something else entirely <laughs> that you appear to be upset about. I'm not upset about it. I'm you, just curious. Okay. Says the per- that sounds like something somebody who is upset would be <laughs> saying. Not. I'm going to say that you sounded I'm a little saying, upset. I feel like in a lot of groups, like people will ask a question and get things immediately responded to. And it's been going on 24 hours since I asked. Just a very polite, please and thank you, specific question, and I haven't heard anything back. You feel like no one is writing <laughs> you 
back. So no. ne- you feel like you're being ignored in these groups. So, can you tell us about this particular group that you were upset with this morning? Well, this one today, and I'm not upset with it at all. It's, oh, I'm it's sorry. a wonderful group. Not upset, just distressed about it. I'm not distressed. I'm just, I just really would like a little guidance because, you know, I don't need someone to tell me exactly where something is, but I do. All right. Okay, yeah, okay. give us some context here. Okay, some context here. So there, I'm part of, um, <laughs> one of the groups I'm part of on Facebook is one about Portland. And it's about, like, you know, different things around Portland that might not be particularly famous or well-known. And, like, okay. weird, you know, art things or, you know, like, interesting history things, buildings, old tombs, like, gravestones, weird art projects. Uh-huh. So it's all of these things that people will share um, all around Portland. And usually you can get, like, a general vicinity where they're at because a lot of times... I'll look at it and be like, oh, my gosh, I want to go see that. And then there's like a, you know, for example, like a David Bowie um, giant mural over in like northeast Portland, which many people tag me in. Thank you very much. I've, it, I saw that and it's it's phenomenal. That's cool. Yeah. And all different kinds of fun things in Portland. And okay. one of which, if you know me and you've ever heard me talk on this show, one of my favorite p- places in Portland, in Portland, Oregon. Lone First Cemetery. I don't think we've got a week of this show without <laughs> you mentioning Lone First Cemetery in probably six years. I would say once a week you bring up Lone Fir Cemetery because because of you going through for your walks through this. I do. I do like to go through for my walks I through mean, Lone Fir. I have I, I do realize that is a little I mean it is it's a beautiful cemetery. It's right here in town. I mean and, and now and I've it, lived it here long enough. I do have friends that are buried there. Like it is it's like true. Yeah. It's true, but I mean that is such a I, I mean, I, I don't know if this For is even some the reason, accurate term anymore, a goth thing to do. This might not be even accurate. No, I just like, I, I think it's... It might be a dated term in itself, but just the it's fact that you go through the cemetery <laughs> I, I you really put on like your it. black lipstick and you go walk through and you... It's very peaceful and I do <laughs> like to read people's stories and I just kind of feel like a, like paying homage to people who are buried there because it's neat because you'll see, you'll find these old mm-hmm. uh, tombstones from like, you know, late 1800s, early 1900s and it's... It's cool to see it and, like, think, like, wow, maybe nobody has seen, you know, because some of them are just, they're everywhere. It's this huge, huge cemetery. And looking at it, you know, and, like, it almost feels like paying your respects to somebody who might have been long ago forgotten. I like that. It's just, that also sounded very goth. However. <laughs> That's fine. No, I mean, there's nothing wrong with any of this. It's just you are very, you have a unique obsession with it. I I really do like it. I mean, it's it's in my neighborhood. Like, I just, I, I really like that place. Mm-hmm. And... So yesterday in one of my Portland groups, somebody posted, and I feel like I'm pretty, like I still find things in Lone Fur, you know, because I've, you know, it's a huge place. And I still find things that surprise me there, which are awesome. Like uh, in this particular group, I think I've posted about it before where they had posted and it was kind of almost um, like a treasure hunt where they gave kind of like general directions. Like, you know, there you will see three trees and then head this way. And then if you see a heart, you'll know where it is. It's So that's really fun. I like doing that. People, kind of wait, stuff. wait a minute. I'm sorry. You put one of these in? No, I didn't. Somebody did because they posted this uh, this uh, gravestone marker that just said random person on it. Uh-huh. Do you remember that one? Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that, there's... There's somebody oh, yeah, with there's a gravestone. A gravestone mark, yeah, yeah a gravestone marker that just says random person on it. Yeah. And so somebody posted it in this group, but they didn't say specifically where it was. Uh-huh. And so it was kind of fun. I did like an Instagram live thing and I, I wandered around trying to find it. And I eventually found it. You found the random person? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I'll still go look at that one like once every couple of weeks because it's hilarious. Okay. So people will post and they usually give like the general area of where it is. So somebody yesterday 
Um, so whatever this unique find is, somebody will post in there. Is this all about Lone First Cemetery? This no, no, it's, it's, all, all, it's all over Portland. All over Portland. Okay. But I mean, there's so many weird things also in Lone First Cemetery. Okay. So, I mean, but you'll see True. murals and, you know, street art and, um, all right. you know, like things carved, like old, you know, carvings into like, you know, cement and... So it's a, so it's a thing. So it's called Hidden Portland for the Curious. In okay. case anybody wants to join that. Um, so this person yesterday posted this tree that they found in Lone First Cemetery, and it is a and I have just fallen down the rabbit hole of this, and now I am obsessed. So it is a tree that this person found when they were in Lone Fur, and inside of it, it basically has a giant you know opening inside of it, like okay. it, like the tree trunk is kind of open, like it might have been like sick or something. Okay. And inside of the tree are a bunch of bricks like inside, inside of the tree. the tree inside of the tree and it's kind of like this um i don't know like this oval kind of shape okay on the side of the tree and then inside of it probably like two or three inches are a bunch of bricks that you can clearly tell the tree has grown around okay i want to see this tree so badly <laughs> so somebody wants a picture of a tree with bricks. And I learned all of this stuff about old-timey, like, tree care. I didn't know. People, did you know? And T- tell me about this because this is obviously a did very Did you know that back in you. the olden days that folks used to actually, um, like, sometimes that would be one of the things that they would attempt to either keep a tree standing or if it had some sort of wound, they would try to put that inside of the tree to have it grow around it to make it stronger. They would put bricks inside of trees. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Which I am just fascinated now by. And I have. So yesterday, I will tell you. So I wrote, and I wrote a really nice thing. I wrote, uh, let's see. So this this woman posted this saying, hey, found this. And then you went down a rabbit hole of looking up, placing bricks in trees. Yes. And then I found all of this stuff, how it was like an old timey um, arborist thing where like, it wasn't even arborist. I think it was just people who were like, well, bricks are strong. Maybe that make trees strong too, you know? Does it? I mean, did it work? It didn't, I don't think it. From what I read, it didn't really work. But I mean, again, this tree standing at Lone Fir Cemetery somewhere. Yeah. With bricks in it. Okay. And I can't know. So and lo, so, I've looked up Lone Fir before. It has over five hundred plus trees in there, and they're huge. I mean, the it's like multiple city blocks. It's like four city blocks. I think five. Um. So, so I saw this person post, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's the coolest thing ever. I've never seen that. And so I wrote, hello there. Could you possibly tell me the general area of Lone Fur that this is in? I'm just getting ready to leave there for a walk and would love to check it out in person. Thanks. And then nobody ever wrote me back. Wait, so you commented on that saying you would like to see where it is. Yeah. This was 24 hours ago? 22 hours ago. 22 hours ago, and yep. no one has replied to you. Now, mm. have they replied to other people? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm like, what did I do? So so there's been a back and forth going on, and you wrote that, and not a single person has replied to you. No, and then some sweet person, I think they misunderstood what uh, I said, because I, I said, can you tell me where in, in Lone Cemetery it is? She's, and then someone just told me where Lone Fir Cemetery was located. They're like, oh, on 26th and Morrison across from Central Catholic. I'm like, no, thank you. I really appreciate that. I'm super familiar with Lone Fir. I just wanted to know, you know, like what section oh. the tree is in. Did it kind of annoy you at first? No, it didn't annoy me. Okay, it didn't. But I wanted to make sure I wrote it right. I'm like, oh, gosh. Anyway, this is so stupid. But so that being said, I wandered around Lone Fur for like a half hour yesterday staring at every goddamn tree, and I could not find that thing. And you can't figure figure this out. I'm doing it again today. I am fine. If I have no help, I'm doing it. I covered a few sections. You know, I couldn't do all of it because, again, it's huge, and I have other things that I do besides wander cemeteries. Yes. So I'm going to a different section today. I'm going to see okay. if it's one of the like the older sections. So I'm going to see if I could find it over there. 
Okay. All right. So you're gonna search for this tree, but it's still upsetting that the person didn't reply. It's not gotta, upsetting. I'm just I'm just curious as to why anytime I post anything disturbing. in a group, nobody responds to me ever. Except for let me say except let me say um, except for my buy my local buy nothing group, I've totally gotten things from that and I've given things in there. Buy nothing group exception. Okay. I want to talk more about these different groups that you're in, but before we do, we got some comments here at funemploymentradio.com slash live from members of the supporters club. Uh, Derek said there's a really good tree pro- podcast called Completely Arbitrary. Arbitrary. That's hilarious. Uh, that, that are based out of Portland. You should get them on. Oh my God. Talk yes. about um, bricks and trees. So there's, there's a possibility. Tony said, well, at least you did not get the quote, Google it. Comment. Oh no! Those comments, I hate it when people do. do and those you comments. know what? I have Googled it, and I can't find it anywhere. Well, no, just I'm going to have to use my eye Googles writes. to go and wander through the. I know, like, I know, that's just the jerk thing to say. Yeah, it's a jerk thing. No, to say. I'm going to use my eye Googles today and like try and find it. Well, see now, but you have a mystery to go on, and you've got a picture of it. I'm kind of can you okay, piece so together is, the background? So and, like, let me tell you, I analyzed the picture yesterday. So there's a picture that this person posted as well. Yeah. And I zoomed in. So basically it's a close up of this tree. And yeah. all I can tell so I'm very familiar with lone fir, but I cannot tell from this particular picture. Well there's where two pictures. One has some background though to it. One does have some background. So when I was looking at it yesterday I couldn't see it very well on my phone and there's a little sliver of yellow on the right hand side that I thought to maybe be cautionary tape. Because uh-huh. they put that up a lot in Lone Fur because if they're for you know the if murders? there's a Well no for like kidding. the for like the burials or if like trees fall down because right. tree there it is, you know I mean it 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 is a very well maintained, not well maintained, but it's almost like this magical forest because they don't allow any other, like you aren't allowed to walk your dogs in there. Yeah. Because you can't like, you know, disturb, disturb the actual, cre- the animals that live in there. Sure. So, I mean, it's just a squirrel paradise too. They're just squirrels everywhere. Okay. So I was looking at this, yeah, and I was yeah, trying to find- Yeah, this is a mystery that you've got here. So I thought it, at first that was yellow tape and then I'm looking, I'm like, no, that looks like the sun or like a yellowing grass, but there wasn't any yellow grass. So I'm assuming that's the sun that was hitting it. Okay. And, look, and it looks like, you know, it's off the path and uh, the brick part is facing away from the path that you walk on. Okay. But I just can't really tell anything else from it. It's driving me bananas. All right. So so I think this is where you need to start is that you need to go go to Lone Fur. Like you've got yourself a little little mystery puzzle no, When I'm here. looking at it, I can tell the difference. So this tree has like white speckles on it. So I know that some sort of like, I don't know, like mold or moss or whatever yes so there's something on there i think like, it's the background you need to focus on and you need to you triangulate not think that this. i did i did i was triangulating yesterday i was wandering around with the picture in my hand like a weirdo which also yes. by the way i'm not the only weirdo i'm pretty sure there was somebody else there looking for it too did you talk to this other person no because i don't think that either of us wanted to admit what we were doing but i'm pretty sure i saw somebody trying to find it too you think they were looking for the same tree? they were looking at all the trees and they were they just looked like they might be part of this group. So I'm like, I was curious, but I didn't ask. Okay. Yeah, because I was walking around listening to Lisey's story, staring at trees. So. Sure. Yeah, so I wasn't able to find it. So today, I am going again. You're going back there for a mystery. Now, you, you should live stream this. No, I'm going to be wandering around, what, for a half hour in a graveyard, like, <laughs> trying to find a tree? You know, there's other things that people watch online that, I mean, maybe this is something. I mean, you know so much about it. Maybe you do, like, a little bit of a tour for everybody. I mean, there are some cool places there. I don't know if I'm up for doing a tour today. Okay. All right. Well, I think I think you should definitely post something when you find it or go live if you are able to find this. See, I, I liked how optimistic you were right there when you said when you find it, you should post something. Sure. When you find this. 
when you find it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sorry that nobody's responding to you. So talking about this for your other groups. Now you said you said that you're a member of other groups. I am a mother, member of other groups. Yeah. So I am. It seems like so I have. Okay. So I know that everybody else gets this too because I've seen the comments and things. So I'm one of the other groups that I'm part of, which is kind of awesome because I love going to thrift stores too. It's this one called uh, Weird and Wonderful Secondhand Finds that Need to Be Shared. Oh, weird and wonderful secondhand finds that need to be shared. That need to be shared. Yeah, and this is a Facebook, this is a national Facebook group? This is a national Facebook group. Okay. I think it has like, uh, you know, 2.4 million members. Okay. So, I mean, I guess there's that. So that has 2.4 million members. Right, that's a little it. bit more. But I have found some really cool things in thrift stores that I've shared. I think I've tr- applied, I think I've sent in like four or five different things. Uh-huh. And every time I get the alert, it just says declined. <gasps> oh, no. Mm-hmm. Declined? I found Wait, this... it says declined? Like they won't allow you to post it? No, because you have to, you submit the post and then the admins. Oh, that's. And then I see they post some of like the most uninteresting stuff. Like I found this stuffed Olympic, you know, I want to post that actually. I found this. I want to bur- hear more about this. Yeah. So it makes you feel like really worthless when you submit. I've declined. submitted. I've submitted other things. I found these uh, vintage uh, calendar dolls, basically, that they were different lady dolls dressed as, like, February and March. I found those at the store, and they had, like, weird embroidered clothes. They were awesome. Yeah. They They denied you. Yeah. Declined. It doesn't say rejected. It says declined. Oh. Yeah. The last thing I submitted was um, this – it was this Olympic toy from a long time ago. From I think the 1980s Olympics, where I'm trying to find it. Hang on, okay. Sorry, just like oh, here it is. But this has happened to you several times. Several times. So this is the uh, this is a bird from the Olympic torch relay in 1980. That's Uncle Sam. It's Uncle Sam. It's from 84. Yeah, or 84. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, so the original one from the Olympics, just as the Olympics are getting ready to begin. Mm-hmm. And then I got like five minutes after I submitted it, I got declined. Really? And one of the things. Yeah, you the do timing is, up for that would be pretty perfect. So I don't know. So it's the Uncle Sam stuffed toy. So at one Because that was point, the big theme for that Olympics, I know, because I, as a kid, I had, like, an Uncle Sam Olympics hat and, like, all kinds of stuff. Like, okay. that was a big deal. So that's deal funny. Big deal for the LA Olympics. I was walking around with this after I took the pictures right, of it. Right, because 84 was LA Memorial Coliseum, I believe. Yeah, yeah this was 84. You, yeah. You're right. Yeah. So um, when I was walking around with it, did I, t- did I tell the story on the air? What's that? I wasn't sure. So I was walking around with it because I was going to buy it. Because um, it's like three bucks or something. I'm like, well, this is weird looking. I'll, I'll just get it. I don't need more stuff. And this mm-hmm. guy, I noticed he was kind of following me around the store. And I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. And I had my headphones and I was just looking at some shirts or something. And I had the bird with me. And I hear those, huh, and it kills my headphones. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, excuse me. I'm like, oh, yeah. He's like, I'm sorry. Is that from the 1984 Olympics? And I was like, well, yeah, it totally is. And he's like, oh, my God, I went to those when I was a kid. It's like, oh, it wow. was the coolest thing. And I had one of those and I lost it a long time ago. And so I was like, do you, you can have, this belongs to you. I'm like, do you want it? And he's like, oh my God, yes I do. So I, and I gave it to the dude. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, because yeah, he had like a emotional yeah. attachment to it. And he kept telling me all about, he's like, the Olympics were so cool. And he got to see the opening ceremonies. Mm-hmm. I believe that's the one where they, they ran the torch and um, it went near my, my parents' house. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because they were running it down to LA. And I, I'm pretty sure that memory is correct of, of me me going to see that, you know. But anyway, um, 
But anyway, yeah, that one was yeah. rejected as well. That was rejected. So you keep getting rejected. Keep so you got rejected for the Olympics one. On the, and the timing rejected would be perfect. Rejected for these amazingly the creepy dolls. Yeah. just started a few days ago. So you got rejected with your creepy dolls. What were your other rejections? Um, one, I totally I totally understood because I didn't um, – I forgot this rule. Not, you're not supposed to do anything political. And the first one that I tried was the Hillary Clinton nutcracker. The Hillary Clinton nutcracker, because nutcracker I which thought, now resides here in our studio out on this she desk. She never leaves. I mean <laughs> – which is fine. It's just a creepy ass doll, though, and uh, with her legs. Yeah, so are the I didn't even think that it was like something it's... political. But then I saw I was reading the rules. I'm like, why well, do I keep getting declined? I'm like, yes, I guess this is political. It's totally cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. But I mean, just a, a human the... nutcracker is hilarious. Yeah, it's, well, it's weird. That's for sure. It's weird. It's yeah. definitely weird. Okay, so that one got denied. Now, what was the other? I can't remember. I've submitted one. like it, I just do them and then like submit them and uh-huh. then forget about them because it just hurts my feelings every time. Have you commented on any other ones and just said, you know, well, actually, that's not very weird. No, <laughs> no, because I don't want anyone else to feel the way that I do. Wow, they really got to you with that. Yeah, I, they have do. You stopped trying. You know what? I've seen other people comment in there as being like, "Oh, that's cool that this one, this person got theirs posted again because I've submitted like eight and I've never gotten one through." Oh man! Yeah, so this so, is so like, there's a lot of power that these they have. do, and you know yeah. what? They do because when I go, you know, because I go to thrift stores, I'm looking around. I'm like, "Oh, that's nice." I'm like, "Oh, it's probably not good enough." <laughs> and then the, I think you are letting them have too much power over I you over know, what's weird or not. I know. And then they will like post things like the most sometimes the most like none like unspectacular things. Some things are really awesome. Yeah, and some, and some of are them just are not... just just like a weird sweater that you could find anywhere. Yeah. There's like check out this, you know, this sweater, sweater that I found. And I'm like I'm like I had the uh, Olympic doll guy. Yeah. Is that too political? No, that involves the entire world. Yes. It's not political. Yeah. Oh boy! Well, I am. Um, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry that happened. Oh, see now there are comments here. I'm seeing Mr. Jakey said submitting the Nutcracker got you on a list. No, you're a political. You, maybe you're a politicalist. You're like, oh, it's Sardellian. It's gonna be something political. No, I didn't mean to do the Nutcracker, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna walk. I'm not gonna bow down to them and be like, I'm sorry about the Nutcracker. Yeah, you're gonna. You're not gonna. <laughs> Yeah, uh, other theory here just says maybe dolls scare them. No, they post a lot of dolls. There's a lot of dolls, so there's no rhyme or reason here. Do we They've need also to get, posted do we like need things, to write them and ask them for? They have an, posted for things in there like shirts and like objects that I own. Like demand an explanation. No, I mean, why do I have to be on a list? Well, I mean, what did you do to get on the list? It kind of sounds. I tried like... to post a Hillary Clinton Nutcracker, apparently. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. One person's political is another person's hilarious nutcracker. Yeah, I just thought it's it was a very disturbing nutcracker. I thought it was really weird and funny. I didn't realize it that I was going to be put on some like do not yeah. post list. Oh man, maybe you're on. Yeah, you could be one of those people that's been kind of uh, maybe marginalized there because I feel that? like at some point, just you know, like um, like bad friends in your life, sometimes you just have to kind of delete and block and yeah. just. Do you just are you going to do that? I really enjoy the group though, but I don't like the way that it makes me feel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially some random Facebook group shouldn't have that much control over your over your feelings. Do you have other groups where you feel this way? No, just mostly this one. (laughs) Mostly this one. Uh, So you go there to look at it, but it makes you sad at the same time. That seems like that's not a good thing. I mean, it might not be the most. Why don't you just post the weird finds on your own page? I mean, I do. Okay. Yeah. 
but it doesn't have 2.4 million people that are going to see it. No, and I don't really care about the 2.4 million people. Like, I post weird yeah. stuff I find all the time. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, oh, well, I think other people would get a kick out of this. Yeah. Like, I mean, especially like the guy when I was walking around with that Olympic doll. Like, that was yes. just one person in one store in Portland who was just so excited to see something like that. Yeah. I thought it could bring joy. Yeah. Instead. Let alone. Declined. Declined. Man. Well, I'm sorry about that. I think <laughs> I think we will bring to light your weird finds. And you know what I'm going to do today? I'm finding that tree. Yeah? I am. You're going to look at all 500 trees till you find it? I am on a mission. Okay. I will. I make this pledge right now. I have stuff that I have to do tonight, but this afternoon is my walk-in time. And I'm not going to post this show until later, so in case somebody's like planning on murdering me. I yeah. will find it. You will find it. I will find it. You will find that tree. And will you post it? Post it on front of You know what video? I'm going to do today, actually? Because I usually do, I usually walk one way. I think I'm going to like mix it up and do a reverse loop. So mm -hmm. that way I can get like. Another vantage point? No, no, no. Yes. Yeah, so I'll go, I'll go in from a different way at a, van, mm -hmm. a different oh, vantage point. But I think I'm going to get like an iced coffee yeah. while I'm there, to, you know, on my way there. Uh-huh. And just wander around and listen to my book until I find that and you will find fucking that, tree. <laughs> you will find that fucking brick tree. Okay. All right. There it is. There's the pledge. I mean, you know me. It might take a really long time, and I might get frustrated and leave, but the I'm like 98% <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know me. I'm vowing I will do this. I might get frustrated and leave, though. You know I'm not leaving without finding that tree. I don't know. Greg, you know me well enough to know I'm not leaving without finding that tree. Okay. I was gonna do like it comb the perimeter mm -hmm. when you're trying to find something missing. All right. Also, please don't murder me. You see me I think wandering you're, you're around. You're really obsessed that somebody's gonna show up and murder you. Well, I mean, sometimes it's not the safest place. I have my pepper spray in my hand all the time. <laughs> yeah, always be wary of where you're walking in Portland. Yes, that is true. I'm just saying. Oh, hello. Hello. Hi. I am so sick of my own voice today. Hello, my friends. My name is Eric Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Maybe if I whisper, it won't sound as bad. No, don't do that. First up, a pub purported to be the oldest in Britain is closing because of financial difficulties 1,229 years after it was established. Man, I was reading about this, too. I... The pub started pouring drinks in the year 793. That is <laughs> just hard to even comprehend. How does that even exist? Because yeah. as you were just talking about with Lone First Cemetery, you know, like, oh, really old gravestones, late 1800s, early 1900s, because that's how old, you know, Stuff that's about as old here, as it yeah. can get around here uh, where we are, at least as far as any kind of record like that. But yeah, having going to a pub that was pouring in the 700s, is that what you just said? 700s, the yep. 700s? It, was seven, it started in 793. That would be amazing <laughs> to go to. Like, I know. I love that kind of stuff. Going to something where it's that old, where you just think about... I mean, that's just ridiculous old. But even just think about everything that people have been through that were there, that what they were talking about, like what oh, went yeah. on in the year 1000 like, when that pub was already really old. Like we were talking you about know? that painting or that drawing yesterday that was, yeah. you know, 400 years or yeah. 600 or however. I can't do right. that. Right. Yeah. I mean, but this the is plague, like even all the wars, all the discoveries, everything that's gone on since that pub has been there of people talking about, like that's that I love that kind of history. And you know what? I think it's still gonna be around because if this has made this much of a news splash, like it's it's all around the, somebody's going to save it. I'm, I will say, because I read a little bit more about this because I thought the same thing. I'm like, how could it how? How can it close, you know, after all this? And I know there's hard times. Uh, it sounds like the ownership group's just is gonna find a new owner. 
Oh, good. The, the building owner. It doesn't sound like he was going to like demolish yeah. it. Or I was anything. just kind of curious. I just wanted to read the story because I was fascinated by the fact that there was a pub that was open in 793. That's crazy. That's so weird. So uh, so this is in St. Albans, England, and it's called the Ye Old Fighting Cocks Pub. <laughs> the Ye Old Fighting Cocks. Uh, so the pub manager, the current one, uh, Christo Tofali, said that uh, he's tried everything to keep the pub going over the past two years. Uh, have been unprecedented for the hospitality industry. Uh, so he said that the pub's financial problems predated the pandemic, but now they're optimistic that somebody might be able to come in and procure the place. So Mitchells and Butlers, the brewery that owns the building, said the pub could potentially reopen and they're exploring all opportunities. Man, I want to go there so yeah, bad. Yeah, I want to go there. Where is St. Albans? I don't know. I wonder if our girl who um, you know lives over there Who's oh, other Sarah? Stuff. Other Sarah. Yeah, English Sarah? English Sarah. Who you get the emails for? Who loves cranberry juice. Yes. And margarita pizzas. And french fries, right? And french fries. Yes. Yeah. I wonder if she's ever been there. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a good question. It's I a haven't good question. had any of her emails for a while. Well, I we'll feel kind of lonely. We'll have to look into that. <laughs> okay. That's a whole other thing. Okay, so yeah. So that is um, yeah, a 1,229-year-old pub. That is crazy says some of the records are maybe a little bit eh, questionable as far as how accurate that can be which makes sense because it's not like there's some accurate oh of course. let me go to the town records from 793 Greg, i highly doubt it was exactly in seven i'm sure yes but either way it's old just use some the, you can take some liberties that's fine yeah okay this story is kind of gross but it made me laugh what was the gossip of like? Seven ninety three. Yeah, because you know, it's people are people. Is it people it's accusing people of, of having the plague? Uh, that's pre-plague. So what was before the plague? I mean, whatever the gossip was about King So and So and boils. What? I don't know. I don't know. Yes, leprosy. That's all they talked about was leprosy back then. Okay. No, but I'm saying like you know the gossip about it's the same kind of stuff. Oh yeah, people are people. You know. Yeah, the quartermaster down there, you know what he does. Oh, they're like drinking beer and talking shit, or talking drinking, shit, drinking people, mead or whatever it is they drink. Yeah, back or then. whatever. Yeah, whatever grog they were drinking. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But talking shit about somebody, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. Ye old Kevin down the street, you know what he did. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what their names were, but you know. Just imagine how bad it smelled back then. That's my first thought every time. Oh, Oleg's had a few. You can tell over there. Look at him. Yeah, I mean, just what was the shit talking? You of? want you want to know like old timey shit. Talk? I want to, want to know what old timey shit talking was. Yeah, it was an eight hundred because what what was the gossip? Oh, all right, John, our resident um, brewery master, says uh, there are about four pubs in England that claim to be the oldest. Of course, uh, he said he's been to three of them from the eight hundreds as well, and a couple from the eleven hundreds. Man, wow, that's cool. I went to a lot of pubs when I was in England. I went to some in Bath. I remember, and they were very particularly old. I don't remember how old though. I didn't care because I'm just like, I'm 19 and I can drink beer. Woo! I mean, I went to some in Italy and Spain that were probably very old. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I cannot wait to go somewhere again and drink in a very old pub. Yes. That sounds delightful. That does sound delightful. All right. Story number two. Again, I must reiterate this is kind of <laughs> gross, but it's hilarious. It's not really gross. It's the circle of life. A British zoo, which is aiming to bolster its population of endangered monkeys, 
hired a Marvin Gaye impersonator to visit the enclosure to try and get the monkeys in the mood. Oh, wow. <laughs> to sing them songs. So <laughs> this is in the Trentham Monkey Forest. Does Marvin Gaye work across different species? I, we'll find out. So this is at the Trentham Monkey Forest, which I want to go there as well. Let's, we need to go to England at some point because Clearly. there's the Trentham Monkey Forest. There's ye old cox, whatever, what is it? Ye old fighting cox pub. Yes. And then the Trentham Monkey Forest in Stafford, England, says uh, that a man by the name of David Largy, more, <laughs> more well known as an experienced Margin, Marvin Gaye impersonator, uh, performed selections from Marvin Gaye's catalog, including but not limited to Let's Get It On and Sexual Healing to try to get the macaques in the mood. Wow. The park director said we thought it would be a creative way to encourage our females to show a little affection to males that have might not been so lucky in love. Females in season mate with several males, so paternity among our furry residents is never known. Each birth is vital to make to make this to the species with uh, the macaques being macaques being classified as endangered. So they're going to discover whether or not the visit had any effects on the monkeys when birthing season arrives in late spring or early summer. Hey, any gig's a gig, man. Oh, yeah, I mean, good for him. But, I mean, yeah. So what'd you do today? I uh, went and sang uh, tunes to try to make monkeys uh, mate. <laughs> Have monkeys do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all right. But is that really the right one for monkeys? I mean, I don't know. They're very... But there is a video, too, of him singing to them. And it's... Hilarious. And he's right. really feeling it, too. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get well, it on. he's trying to get some more gigs. Oh, yeah. This monkey gig's going to spin into all kinds of things. Dude, look at this. Like, that monkey gig was in Stafford, England. Yeah. At a monkey retreat or whatever. Like, And we're talking about it here in Portland. Good job. Good for you. Yeah. Are you the Marvin Gaye who sang to the monkeys? <laughs> 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 all right. I saw this one that reminded me of me. There's a new painter on the scene that is, uh, never mind. That's a word word it. I didn't like that. Hang on. Wait, what? No, you're not restarting. I'm not restarting. I was trying to think of how to word it, and then I realized that they didn't. Yeah, I was trying to come up with something clever on the spot, which you should never do. I have a pea brain. And. (laughs) No, all right, so. I was saying this this guy's going to try and put me out of business, but at the same time, he doesn't do the same kind of painting, although he is what I do paint. This isn't going how I thought it would. Yeah. I'm going to take some coffee. Now you're just giving up? I am. Just gonna sit you here really, like, broke my spirit with the how whole, like, How did I nope. break your spirit? Now, this is exactly what you do. You have you have something that happened. Still you has- were having trouble with that, and now all of a sudden it's me. I broke your spirit. How did I break your spirit? It's been 23 hours and she still hasn't told me where the tree is. What did I do? What does that have to do with me? A talented nine-year-old dog has racked up almost $30,000 by selling their incredible paintings. A dog painting. A dog painter. When I do dog paintings, is everything okay? Mm-hmm. Though I can tell that everything's not yeah, everything's okay. everything's fine. No, this is a stupid story. Anyway. Yes, no, please keep going. Ah, uh, 
We're finishing this story. Uh, owner Lisa Kite, 58 years old, began teaching her nine-year-old dog Ivy how to paint when she was just two years old. After noticing two years old, after she noticed how quickly she picked it up, Lisa started trying her out with different types of paint, starting with watercolors before moving on to acrylics. So now Ivy is a renowned painter, selling her paintings for upwards of $500 a painting. Uh, they, so she's an Australian shepherd. And they take all of the money that she makes and donate it to different charities. There we go. That's your world of crazy. Crazy. All right, I do have a little bit of ball talk, oh. though. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's, a, oh. uh, it's a day. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. So, um, obviously, the Olympics are going on. There's all that stuff. The uh, Bolo de Super is coming up. Oh, yeah, that's on, what, this Sunday? That is coming up this Sunday. Oh, boy. Uh, but it also is uh, near the trade deadline time for the NBA. That It comes up on Thursday. I think it's at noon, something like that is the actual deadline. But moves are already happening. And if you are a Blazers fan, it is a strange time. The Trailblazers are one of, by far, the most active teams so far in making trades. And some of them just seem mind-numbingly Dumb. Bad. Uh, <laughs> bad, yeah, as far as what they're getting back. So the Blazers appear to be in a in a state. You know, they've been one of the most consistent teams in the NBA over the last 15 years almost uh, in making the playoffs. But they've only made the conference finals once, and they've not made it past uh, the first round quite a few times. Yeah. So something's off, obviously. They fired Terry Stotts, brought in a new coach. But now it seems uh, they're starting to clear the house. So over the last three days, something like that, whenever or something around three, four days, they have traded away three of the starters for the for the team. Good God. Um, Robert Covington and Norman Powell, who they just signed. They just signed Norman Powell last year. Uh, They traded them to the Clippers for seemingly nothing, uh, which maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe there's some really valuable prospects coming back, but not a whole lot. Didn't seem like the return was yeah. worth what they gave up. However, they did clear Norman Powell's very big salary off the books. So this that's good for them, I guess, on that. But today was a big one because the second best player on the Portland Trailblazers for the last several years has been C.J. McCollum. And C.J. McCollum is no longer a Trailblazer as of today. Can I tell you I'm very happy we don't work for them right now? It's crazy time right now for them. This Ooh. is... They're teetering on some stuff that... The ownership is Jody Allen shouldn't be on any team. She needs to sell the team to somebody who wants to be here in Portland and, and actually cares about basketball. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. I think it's a lot of people's opinions, but she's the billionaire owner. She in, she inherited the team from Paul Allen. Paul Allen, I don't think would have things go down this way. He actually did care very much about the Blazers. Oh yeah. Uh, but um, C.J. McCollum gone. So uh, the, it was McCollum and then a couple of other I'm players. I'm not even, I don't follow basketball that much. And I, even I know that's a mistake. Yeah, I mean, it is and it isn't, depending on what you got back. But I don't feel like the return for our second best player, other than, you know, he's, he does have a big salary. There's not a lot of C.J. McCollum's out there. You know, and he's not, he's not like an, a Damian Lillard level. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not, he's not one of those super, superstars. But he's still a really good player. And seemingly for fans today, so if you know somebody who is a Trailblazers fan, you're probably looking at that going, like, uh, who? Who is coming back? 
to the Trailblazers for this? Yeah. What did we get for this? It does does clear out a lot of uh, salary. And I guess that's what, according to one of the reports, is that they're going to try to do. Because now everybody's speculating, like, why would Damian Lillard stick around? Which you don't have to play to watch basketball to know the name Damian Lillard. Yeah, of course. I mean, he's he's legit. That's what, that was my he's first thought. Actually, name. I'm like, wait, so we have Damian Lillard? Why the fuck would he want to stay? We've got Damian Lillard and we got Anthony Simons, who was, who was the dunk contest winner last year. And he's been playing really well. Oh, so yeah, I like be, that guy. Yeah. So the the speculation here of why they're doing this is to keep Damian Lillard around. And it frees up all the money, all, a whole lot of extra money now, to go pay some some veteran players to come in and try to make the Blazers a contender within the next year or two. Hmm. So that's the idea, at least according to what's been said publicly. Okay. So it's not a complete teardown rebuild of the team and get rid of everyone and start over which sometimes that's what teams have to do. Yeah. It's, here's what we're doing to try to keep Damien here, which it, that is the other thing. You know they would not do um, this without Damien's consent. Yeah. Because he is the most important person associated with the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> Correct. I mean, that's a, he's a once-in-a-generation once in kind of player. So you do what Dame, whatever Damien wants. If, I guess if he's backing it up, then maybe this will – Work. Maybe there's some more things we don't know about. But okay. definitely a strange day for Trailblazers fans. So if you know anybody who has one, understand they're probably going to be reading a lot of stuff and commenting on things for the next day or two as you try to... Yeah, I saw a lot of upset posts today. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's, you know, there's CJ had his good and bad points as far as his game, but... And overall, he seems like a really nice guy, too, just not that aside from things. And very dedicated to Northwest. He even has a winery here. But... uh it's like, did we get anything back for this? Like, yeah. you know, you're trading away CJ McCollum. Like, we should get some some good return on that value. And so far, nothing. It doesn't seem like it's a great return on the value, but I'm not in, you know, I'm not an NBA GM, so maybe I'm not seeing the bigger picture. We'll hope with that. Yes. But that's what's going on. That was on. very optimistic of you. It's, you know what, that's what life is like being a Blazers fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always been that way my entire life. It's like, well, maybe there's a reason. Always willing to give them another pass. God, I hope. I mean, if Dame goes, I don't know. I might might be out for a while. I think a lot of people would. But we'll see. See what happens. But that's that's a good mantra for being a Blazers fan. Well, we'll see what happens. That is good. Yeah. (laughs) So there you go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Just, Just wanted to give some explanation on that for anybody who does. Follow the NBA. It is. Yeah, I didn't big know news that, right now. that happened until I saw a bunch of put like I had to it look it first up first thing this morning. Yeah, I had to look it up because I saw all these people posting about the players. I'm like, uh oh, did they trade like Damien or something? Well, yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like that's going to happen because he's gonna sit out the rest of the season. Yeah, he's injured. There's no reason for him to come back and risk any injury. He should just rest for the rest of this year, and yeah. then hopefully he doesn't ask for a trade at the end of the season. Hopefully they do whatever they need to do. They talk to whoever they need to talk to to bring in, convince some other NBA superstar to join him somehow. Even though they never want to come to Portland. So, like, rarely ever do they want to come to Portland. Anyway, (laughs) we'll see. We'll see. All right. (sighs) Uh, Some notes about tomorrow's show. It's going to be a little bit later for the live show. 
uh, tomorrow because I am going to be covering the big Samsung event on the tech side of things. We'll be live tweeting that at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. Oh, Lord. Right and early. Talking about some new phones and uh, everything that Samsung's going to be releasing. And then uh, I'm doing a show with uh, Winnie Sun for the loop at oh. noon. I'm actually a huge Samsung fan. I want to see. So it starts at 7 tomorrow? 7 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be posting it and then. Then I'll have a couple of hours after it's done, and then I'll do a complete recap of everything that they announced. Cool. So I know that the new phones are coming out. I mean, no, if I, I want, to, I really want to know about it, but I will wait for the recap. Yeah, that's fine. You can just go, go through my tweets and I'll <gasps> okay, post perfect. about it. And then I'll do the recap around noon, and that'll be live um, on uh, on my Twitter and everywhere. So I'll I'll post about that too. So I'll, I'll do a show with her, kind of recapping, showing everything that was announced. I think there's going to be some cool stuff tomorrow. And if you're a BTS fan, I hear the rumor is BTS is going to be in there. Oh, I think we have one in the chat I right now. Do. Yeah. So that's the rumor anyway. So I'll be doing that. And then we'll do our show around 2.30 tomorrow, sure. if that works. Um, I know things are a little bit fluid, but we'll make sure and post on, on all of that uh, to keep everybody up to date. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, lots of, lots of stuff going tomorrow. So much stuff. So much stuff. That is a busy day. Yep. All right. Well... Thank you, everybody, for for supporting us. We appreciate you all so, so much. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, and Sarah's going to go try to find a tree with bricks in it. I sure am. Wish me luck. That's going to happen. (laughs) All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Bye. God, that sounds weird when you say it like that. What? But it's true. You're going to find a tree with with bricks bricks in it. That's accurate.